And welcome back to A Pagan Heart in Maine. On today's episode, I want to talk about zombies and childhood. And to get us in the mood, this is Jonathan Colton with Creepy Doll. In a town in the woods at the top of a hill, there's a house where no one lives. So you take a big bag of your big city money there and buy it. But at night when the house is dark and you're all alone, there's a noise upstairs. At the top of the stairs, there's a door and you take a deep breath and try it. And the flashlight shows you something moving just inside the door. There's a tattered dress and a feeling you have felt somewhere before. Yeah. 
I think I must have been about 11 or 12 when I was going through the library and I came across a book of short stories by H.P. Lovecraft. They spoke of cyclopean cities under the sea, half-crazed mutants worshipping elder gods, and terrifying dreams of a giant octopus creature from beyond time and space. And all were usually set in quaint New England towns. And since then I fell in love with scary stories. I would read Poe and Macon, Derleth, and of course our own state mascot Stephen King. I lived for watching the creature feature on Sunday afternoons, and my love of reading horrifying stories developed into a love of horror movies. So October has been one of my favorite months because this is when they usually release all the new scary movies. And I love a good scary movie. I love a bad scary movie. It doesn't matter. I've seen them all from the original monsters like Frankenstein, Wolfman, and Dracula. And let me just go on the record to say, I'm from the school that when exposed to sunlight, real vampires do not sparkle. They burst into flames like a good vampire should. I've seen all the Hellraisers, Nightmares on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloweens, Aliens, and all different movies with psychopaths and mutant monsters. I loves me a good haunted house story like 13 Ghosts, or the various houses on haunted hills. And I've learned many life lessons from these movies. I learned to never be afraid of the dark, just to be afraid of the monsters living in the dark. I learned from Jason Voorhees that if you have premarital sex out in the woods, you would die a horrible, violent death. I learned from Freddy Krueger that dreams really can come true, whether you want them to or not. And I learned from Pinhead that a Rubik's Cube really can lead you to hell. And from the Alien movies, I learned that even while running from acid-dripping monsters tearing people to shreds, that Sigourney Weaver still looks smoking hot. And while I enjoy the horror genre, as a whole, I do have some favorites, and one of them would be zombies. Ever since seeing my first George Romero film, zombies have just been the coolest thing. Now there's many different types of zombies, but I'm going to break it down to just two categories. There's your traditional zombie. These are the slow-moving, shambling type, with their arms held out like they're sleepwalking, and moaning, and all they want to do is eat your delicious brains. Then there's a new type of zombies. These are the quicker, smarter ones. They run after you, and while your brains are still delicious, they're not very picky. They're happy enough to get a leg or a wing. Now, either way, you do not want to be bitten by a zombie, or you may become one yourself, unless they eat you first. So I loves me a good zombie movie. And I know that there are many zombie aficionados out there, and many people who long that when a siren goes off, that it's the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. I personally was thinking that maybe when the Mayan calendar runs out in 2012, that that would be when the apocalypse would begin. And then I realized something. We are already living in a zombie apocalypse. I mean, look around you. Look at the people you work with. Do some of them seem mindless, slow-moving? Some of you may only have to look to your living room to find kids staring at the TV like Easter Island heads. Some of you may know some fast-moving zombies, running around, chasing people, growling like animals, and I'm sure that all of them want to eat your brains. There are zombies all around us. Don't get bit. Hey, you Tom, it's Bob from the office down the hall. 
good to see you, buddy. How have you been? Things have been okay for me, except that I'm a zombie now. I really wish you'd let us in. I think I speak for all of us when I say I understand why you folks might hesitate to submit to our demand. But here's an FYI, you're all gonna die screaming. All we wanna do is eat your brains. We're not unreasonable. I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes. All we wanna do is eat your brains. We're at an impasse here. Maybe we should compromise. Open up the door We'll all come inside and eat your brains I don't want to nitpick, Tom, but is this really your plan? Spend your whole life locked inside a mall Maybe that's okay for now, but someday you'll be out of food and guns And you'll have to make the call I'm not surprised to see you haven't thought it through enough You never had the head for all that bigger picture stuff But Tom, that's what I do And I plan on eating you slowly I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes. All we wanna do is eat your brains. We're at an impasse here. Maybe we should compromise. You open up the door. We'll all come inside and eat your brains. I'd like to help you, Tom. Oh! 
here Maybe we should compromise Open up the doors We'll all come inside and eat your brains And that was another Jonathan Colton song called R.E. Your Brains. Oh, and if you like zombies as much as I do, you'll want to check out Saturn Dark Hope's new Zombie Palooza episode at Pennies in the Well. Darksome night and darksome law The tale is told in the shade of the tar Of how a young man's soul shall bear the mark Of a king stag's horn and a raven's heart The old haunt one saith deep and slow Give unto me the life you owe And the brave young man who flees so fast Delivers his heart to the king at last The challenge you fear is only death And the secret that waits in your dying breath So yield to the raven, have no fear She is the dark maid, she is the seer And he cries Where is the raven so white and so fair With the feathers of death in her shadowy hair Oh where, oh where is the maiden dark Whose gift to me is her beating heart Let the new horned moon keep the ravens long When the moon's full dark so shall you run Through the woods in the guise of the old horned one And die as the raven so fair and white Shall circle the tall through the darksome night Share the sacred heart Then shall the womb of the land in the dark Sound the rune of the raven's law And he cries Where is the raven so white and so fair With the feathers of death in her shadowy hair
And that was Spiral Dance with Raven's Lore. Last month, our family and some friends went to Disney World, Florida for a couple of weeks. We took only one phone with us for emergencies and left everything behind. Two weeks of no computer, no watching the news, no work. Just spending time eating good food with giant anthropomorphized stuffed animals and relaxing after a busy year. We enjoyed exhibits in Epcot Center and enjoyed foods from around the world. We went to Animal Kingdom and took a safari. We went through Disney Hollywood Studio and learned how to draw Donald Duck. We saw how special effects were made. And we went to the Magic Kingdom and walked through Cinderella's Castle. I got to shake hands with a couple of my favorite villains. We watched a fireworks display in the middle of a thunderstorm, wind and lightning crashing all around us, adding nature's touch. It was wonderful. And that's an understatement. Because before we went, I had my whole opinions on the Walt Disney thing in that, yeah, they make great movies and they have rides and people in fursuits and such. But I want to let you know it's more than that. This business that Disney created allows you, if you want, to get away from this world for a while and enjoy being a kid again. I want to share some of his thoughts. Walt Disney said, You can design and create and build the most wonderful place in the world. But it takes people to make the dream a reality. He said, I don't like formal gardens. I like wild nature. It's just a wilderness instinct in me, I guess. He said, somehow I can't believe that there are any heights that can't be scaled by a man who knows the secret of making dreams come true. This special secret, it seems to me, can be summarized in the four C's. There are curiosity, confidence, courage and constancy and the greatest of these is confidence when you believe a thing believe it all the way implicitly and unquestionably he said I don't want the public to see the world they live in while they're in the park I want them to feel they're in another world he said there's nothing wrong with good smalls nothing wrong with good heart the critics think I'm corny well I am corny And as long as people respond to it, I'm okay. He said, fantasy and reality often overlap. And one more. He said, all of your dreams can come true if you have the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney was an incredible dreamer and a visionary. And I think sometimes we as adults forget that we were kids once. We're taught that when we're young to grow up. So we do. We become teenagers and we forget being a kid. And then we want to be treated as adults, so we become adults. And we forget that we were once teenagers. And then we're left with only being adults. And I think that's sad, to give up years of our lives. And I think it leaves many people incomplete. You see, when you become a teenager, you don't have to give up being a child. You don't have to give up that childhood. You just add your experience to it. When you become an adult, you can add your childhood and teen years. You can keep all of that. And I think it's that childlike wonder that's where we find the magic of life itself. So how do you get that back? What if you don't even remember being a child? Well, that's the great thing about being an adult. You can do whatever you want for yourself, if you have the courage. I think about the toys... I couldn't afford to have as a kid. Well, one day I was walking through a department store and I saw one of them. 
So I sighed and I thought, boy, I would have loved to have had that. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, I'm an adult with money. So I bought it. It's mine. Finally. And I had fun playing with it. And today, if you look around my computer, there's a Rubik's Cube, there's several stuffed animals, there's small toys, a magic eight ball, a few musical instruments, and a toy wizard Gandalf figurine. Why? Because I like them. You're never too old to be a kid again. Buy a box of crayons and some paper and draw, and then stick your drawings on a refrigerator with a magnet. Walk through a toy store, and if you have kids, don't take them. This is your time. Find a toy you would like to have and buy it. Of course, you can bring your kids later, but don't spoil your time. And do the things you wanted to do as a kid. And reclaim that. I want to share one last quote from Walt Disney. He said, Why do we have to grow up? I know more adults who have the children's approach to life. They are people who don't give a hang what the Joneses do. You see them at Disneyland every time you go there. They're not afraid to be delighted with simple pleasures, and they have a degree of contentment with what life has brought. And sometimes it isn't much either. Walt Disney was a genius.
And that was Jenna Green with Samhain Night, which will be on her new soon-to-be-released album. So, it's Samhain. It's a time when the veils between the worlds are lifted, and we remember and give honor to our ancestors. It's the beginning of the dark months, when the world sleeps until spring. And that's why today I wanted to talk about zombies in childhood. Why is everyone looking at me like that? You see, it's, it's easy to think of Samhain as just the time of the dead. And I just thought it would be good that as we enter the time of reflection in the winter months, that this is also about life. It's the scary stuff that reminds us that we are alive, and more to the point, that we would like to stay that way. We don't want to be eaten by zombies. We want to live. In all the horror movies and novels, it's a struggle to survive. To not get eaten. And that's what I like about the scary movies. All of the people who want to live. Of course, most of them don't, but there's still the desire. Okay, so the analogy has a few holes in it, but stay with me on this. Samhain is about life and about living. We celebrate our ancestors' lives and honor their lives and the world that they've given to us. What better way to honor those who have come before us than to celebrate life and to embrace all the parts of who we are, the child, the teen, and the adult, and fight for the life we each want. Zombies want to eat your brains. Don't let them. Live life to the fullest. Moving 
to the center, add your sorrow to the coals, with the incense rising steady as a prayer. Though the heart is heavy as the dance is burning down, may you raise your eyes and never bow your head. We are not alone. takes the tiniest of fires sometimes to light the way you knew was always there in the heart of matters it's the journey keeps us warm the lights that lead us where we are to go may you raise your eyes and know with every step we are not alone we Dark of sour, a little burning bright, and the candles waving down. It only takes the tiniest of fires sometimes to light the way. Always waiting for you there And in the heart of matters It's the journey keeps us warm And the incense rising Steady as a prayer Steady as a prayer May you raise your eyes I'd never bow your
And that was S.J. Tucker with Come to the Labyrinth. And I want to give a shout-out to my podkin out there. Mojo and Sparrow over at the Wiggly and Way, Faye at Spirits Cast 2.0, Ariel over at the Druidic Craft of the Wise, all the cats over at Pagan Center Podcast, D at Pagan FM, Corey and Lane over at New World Witchery, Aiden Odinson at The Secrets in Plain Sight, Brooke the iPod Witch, Tommy Elf from The Edge of the Circle, Kia over at Pagan Chaos Magic, Reverend Tim over at the Black Cat Lounge. Oh, goodness. Um, there's so many of us now. Uh, everyone at Elemental Castings, Pagan Hooligans, Pagan Homesteader, Raven's Cast, Witches Haha, and everyone else I know I'm forgetting. Blessed Samhain, everyone. And I'm going to call this episode 33. Of course, all music used on a pagan heart is used with permission of the artist. Jonathan Colton's music is used under Creative Commons license and can be found at www.jonathancolton.com. Background music for today's show is from danomusic.com and also is used under Creative Commons. You can find links to all of the artist's website at www.paganheartandmain.com. And you can usually find me hanging out over at Facebook as Grey Wolf Moonsong. So I'm going to close out this episode with the song Alive by Omnia. Until next time, happy Halloween, blessed Samhain, and brightest blessings. Stay alive, everyone. Alive! Everything's cool.